You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room. But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week, we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt. Welcome to Paranormal Pets on Pet Life Radio, where the unexpected is expected and strange animals are the norm. I'm Dusty Rainbolt, your guide into the unknown. Thanks for entering our realm. Our guest today is Dina Harris, the author of For the Love of Cats. We'll be talking to her about a persistent animal haunting at her house. But first, it's time for Bizarre Animal News. South Texas is known for its goat ropers and its goat suckers. These two shouldn't be confused. A goat roper is a cowboy wannabe, and a goat sucker is chupacabra. I grew up in South Texas and had a lot of good friends who were goat ropers, but I never met a goat sucker. Recently, DeWitt County Deputy Corporal Brandon Breedle, who was training a new deputy, caught one. Not captured in the physical take possession and check DNA sense, but in the dash cam sense. According to news sources, on August 8, 2008, Riedel and his partner, Ellie Carter, were checking fence lines on a dope road about 6.30 in the evening. Riedel saw the creature and had the presence of mind to turn on his video camera. The camera stayed on the creature for approximately a minute, so Riedel was able to get a good look at it. The coyote-sized animal was hairless, had big teeth, big head, short front legs, and a jacked-up rear end. It also had a long, wide, uncoyote-like snout. Riedel said he'd never seen anything like it. He suspects the animal is the famed goat sucker himself, El Chupacabra. Chupacabra is the Loch Ness monster of Latino lure. People claim to have seen El Chupacabra from South Texas to South America. And Cuera, Texas, smack dab in the middle of DeWitt County, is unofficially Chupacabra capital of the world because of discoveries in recent years of bodies believed to be the goat sucker. With not much else to do, some South Texans take off work and go chupacabra hunting during the summer. Over the last decade, several alleged chupacabra bodies have been found near Cuero. However, genetic testing has shown them to be either mutant coyotes or coyote-wolf hybrids. Suspected chupacabras have been gunned down in Elmendorf, southeast of San Antonio, and another one near Lufkin in East Texas. The people of DeWitt County and Cuero love the new creature, even if he's not really chupacabra. The friendly South Texas community welcomes curious tourists, and it's not bad for the economy either. The latest chupacabra remains at large. Stay tuned. Paranormal Pets is trying to set up a personal interview with Deputy Carter, one of the officers who spotted the creature. If I can reach her, you'll get to hear her story firsthand. 
In other news, far from South Texas to the grassy narrows of Ontario, news reports on August 1st described a sighting of another legendary creature, this time it's Sasquatch. News sources report while on a trip to pick blueberries, Helen Papase and her mother were driving when they spotted something Helen described as tall and lanky, and it was walking our way. Apparently Bigfoot was just stretching his legs. I know it wasn't an animal, she said, because it was walking upright. It was human-like, the way we walk. Discretion being the better part of valor, Helen and her mom left, only to be dragged back to the location by curious family members. They found a single six-toed footprint near Beaver Pond. Does that mean that Bigfoot is a six-toed amputee? I don't know. Helen's brother, Randy Fobisher, took pictures and made a plaster cast of the print. They're about 15 inches long, he said, six-toed and a big footprint. Helen described the buff creature as eight foot tall, slender, and black as the night. It didn't look normal, she said. You think? Tales have circulated through history of a tall, creature-like thing screaming loudly in this area. Now, from Ontario to Tokyo, fortunately there haven't been any Godzilla sightings, but the Japanese Supreme Court has ruled against Buddhist monks in a case involving the taxing of prayers for deceased pets. A temple in central Achai offers services that resemble traditional Buddhist funerals. The pet's owner pays a preset fee, but that's the rub. When a human assumes room temperature, the family traditionally makes a donation to the temple for performing last rites. The court ruled that in the temple's list of charges, it spells out a price. That doesn't show the characteristics of a religious donation, said the presiding judge in the ruling. It's a profit-making operation that should be regarded as taxable income under the corporate tax law, he said. Bummer, the next thing you know, they'll be taxing Bigfoot. Wow, that was a lot of news. While you think about that, you can mull over these messages. We'll be back in just a minute with our guest, Dina Harris. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a b-o-n-e dash t-o dash p-i-c-k dot com get 10 percent off with coupon code petlife hey all you dog stylists are you on the cutting edge of canine design and shaggy chic Groomer Has It on Animal Planet is now casting for Season 2. Groomer Has It is looking for competitive dog stylists with amazing personalities to compete to become Animal Planet's top groomer. $50,000 grand prize for the winner, plus weekly compensation for all contestants during filming. If you have what it takes to be the top groomer, then audition for Groomer Has It today. For more information, contact Catherine at 310-727-3337, extension 71272, or email groomer has it at gmail.com 
There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatelic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Dusty Rainbolt. Thanks for staying with us at Pet Life Radio. This week's guest is Dina Harris, an award-winning humor writer. She's the author of For the Love of Cats and Lessons in Stalking. Dina, welcome to Paranormal Pets, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dusty. I'm happy to be here with you. Now, how long have you been writing about pets? Oh, I'd say we're probably going on about seven years now. About a year, I've had my cat Lucy for eight years, so about a year after I had her, I started recording everything she does. <laughs> and she is your muse, is that right? Yes, Lucy is my muse. She really is the reason I started writing in general. Um, they always say, write what you know, and I was just fascinated with this little cat because I never had pets growing up, so I started writing about her and the career kind of took off from there. And Lucy is a live cat, is that correct? <laughs> yes, although sometimes we wish maybe not. But uh, <laughs> yes, she is a live cat, very active all around the house. Um, she's a black and white cat, so she is a talker. She just never shuts up, but we love oh. her dearly. <laughs> now, I understand that you have a paranormal pet of your own. You want to tell us about it? I do. We have Ghost Kitty. That is, that's what we've named the cat. Um, we should probably give it a name like Sally or Bud, but we just call it Ghost <laughs> Kitty. I would say it. we probably first noticed its presence maybe about five or six years ago. And it was a matter of after we had our second cat, Olivia, our live cat, Olivia, uh, she likes to sleep at the foot of our bed and she curls up on my feet a lot at night. And I noticed a few times that I would feel her hop up on the bed uh, if, you, if you have a cat, you know what that's like. The bed sort of shakes a little bit when they get on it, and you can feel them kind of padding across the mattress and then putting their weight down on your foot and, and laying there. And so I would feel this in the middle of the night, and I would sit up just to you know, lean down to the edge of the bed and, and pet her a couple times, and nothing would be there. Even though I could still, I could feel the weight on my feet, I felt the mattress shake when the cat hopped on the bed, but the instant I reached down to touch my feet, nothing was there. And that's how Ghost Cat was introduced to the house. This was not your cat. This had never been your cat, right? No, no. This, I had never had cats before the two that I had now because um, my dad was allergic growing up, and ironically enough, I am allergic to cats. I get an allergy shot every week. So this is not a, a cat of mine that had been deceased or passed away or anything like that. All of a sudden, it just, the thing that made it say ghost, that I, we called it ghost cat, not just a coincidence, is that it kept happening. You know, that this isn't a one-time event. It's been five or six years now, and ghost cat shows up, you know, sometimes every night for a week and then disappears for four months, and then I'll feel it again one night. It's just very real. There's actually almost a body heat coming through that I, I am convinced that one of my cats is laying on my feet. I can even feel my foot being crushed in an odd angle, you know, because you feel like the cat's on it and you don't want to move and disturb the cat. And um, 
the minute that I move or reach down to try to, to pet what I think is my cat, uh, the pressure and the warmth and everything just goes away. Wow. Well, how long had you been living there when this happened? We've been in our house probably about 15 years at this point. Um, and it is an older home. Our house is, uh, I think, 101 years old. I know that there's been a lot of people deaths here. Uh, people come from, we live in a small rural town in the south, and everyone stops by, and they're like, oh, my uncle used to live there, and my aunt died there, and, you know, like everyone in the world has been in my house. Um, but I've never heard stories of any animals. I, you know, I, I don't get any bad sensations from ghost cats, so I don't really worry about it. Um, I, I have no idea what animal this is or why it's chosen to hang out with us on our bed at night, but there it is. And it didn't show up until after you had cats. That is just amazing. Yeah, that's what I think is kind of odd. And, you know, you, you, I've read stories and you hear that animals are maybe very sensitive to paranormal people or events or anything like that. But I've never had one reaction from either of my cats to indicate that there's anything odd or off in the house, which could be because they're fat and lazy, but <laughs> they're not sensing anything. Well, um, but no, until I had cats, and, and I don't know if... You know, I don't know why that is, that that whatever this presence is suddenly decided to show up, but um, it, it doesn't feel threatening. It doesn't it doesn't bring any emotions. I mean, I honestly just think it's one of my cats at the bottom of the bed, and, and sometimes I'll reach at the bottom, and it is one of my cats, you know, and I'll pet them, and it's fine, and then other times I reach, and nothing's there. Well, does your husband ever experience this, or is it just you? He doesn't. It's just me, and he looks at me a little cross-eyed when I talk about it. <laughs> That was here last night. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> well, he just hasn't been blessed with the ghost cat's touch yet. That's oh. what I think it is. Although, uh, here's my argument to him. He does not like the feel of a cat lying on top of him when he sleeps. Um, I, on the other hand, love it. I love when, my cat, when our cats sleep with us in bed. But if one of our real cats does get in bed with us and happens to crawl on top of him, he'll brush it off in an instant. You know, he'll, he'll twitch that arm or move his leg, and he'll just kind of shove the cat off to the side. So I've told him, ghost cat might have been on you, and you just didn't realize it. You just shoved it over to my side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. And then, of course, as soon as you touch it, it, it goes away. So there yeah, you are. I've never felt anything. You know, I mean, there, I've never actually experienced any sort of uh, sensation. When I put my hand down there, it's, it just instantaneously, the, the weight and the heat, goes away when I try to figure out what it is. You've never heard anything? No meowing? or And the cats don't react? That's, that's... The, cats, the cats don't react at all. Um, one night it was interesting because I felt the whole cat on the bed lying on my feet and really I wanted to roll over and as I rolled over I sat up uh, to pet what I thought was Olivia and it was a ghost cat. Nothing was there and I thought well fine and I laid back down and about 15-20 minutes later I felt it again you know, the bed jiggle and the sensation on the end of my legs. And I was like, all right, it's back. But I leaned down, and it was Olivia that time <laughs> uh, sitting there. So obviously, this ghost cat is not leaving some sort of trace or presence around that, that would bother my real cats. But no, they've never had any reaction. I've never heard anything. Well, that sounds like um, shift change. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Could be my cat's just messing with me. Maybe they're smarter than I give them credit for. I don't know. <laughs> Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I sometimes wonder if mine don't do that uh, as well. Yeah, I can see well, them up there. You know, jump off the bed, freak her out. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, is there any other thing else you'd like to tell us about Ghost Cat or any of your other experiences? Uh, all I'll say is that, um, again, our house is over 100 years old, and I've had experiences um, not with any other animal pets, but just with, I just call them people experiences in the house. Now, I have heard voices and sounds and uh, footsteps running up and down the hallway when no one in the house is me, uh, people footsteps doing that so i don't know maybe it's maybe it's their cat <laughs> well it could be it could yeah. be and maybe your cat's just brought the feline out in them <laughs> see that all that happened before we actually had our cats ghost cat only showed up after we had our our cats in the house for a couple years well i want to come spend the night at your house that sounds like fun <laughs> yeah. bring some sort of equipment yes we'll test the air i don't know what's going on <laughs> Well, Dina, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Would you please tell our listeners where they can get your books and remind us what their titles are again? Yes, absolutely. Uh, The easiest thing to do is probably just go to my website, which is dinaharris.com, D-E-N-A, harris.com. And um, surprise, surprise, I have a bunch of books out on cats. Uh, (laughs) There's Lessons in Stalking, Adjusting to Life with Cats, which is a humor story collection. There's Life with Cats. Uh, which is a um, glossy hardcover book. It's beautiful to give as a gift. And then I am hopefully having two new books on cats come out next year. Uh, Kiss My Kitty Butt is the follow-up to Lessons in Stalking. And, I got to uh, have that one. <laughs> I know. Everyone has to have it for the title, Kiss My Kitty Butt. And uh, then the last book that I'm marketing right now is a uh, parody self-help book. It's called A Cat's Little Book of Self-Help. Aw. Yeah. Now, so, you're also on the board of directors of an association having to do with cats? There's the International Cat Writers Association. I'm a presenter there this year and, and at some of their conferences, and that's always fun. Cat writers are a great group of people. Whether and would you like cats or not? <laughs> would you like to tell us when and where the conference is? Uh, the conference this year is in Atlanta, and I don't have the date in front of me. I believe it is November third weekend in November, that Saturday. Um, but you can go to catwriters.org on the internet and look it up if you have any interest in pets or writing about animals. Um, it's a great organization. Well, that's great. As a matter of fact, I am a member myself, so if you're interested in writing about cats, go there. Dina, thank you so much for your story, and for the rest of you, we'll be right back after we pay some bills. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. 
Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Dusty Rainbolt. Paranormal Pets is back on Pet Life Radio. I'd like to thank today's guest, Dina Harris, for visiting with us. And we're going to visit Jeffersonville, Indiana, and the Old Bridge Inn Bed and Breakfast. Now, while Jeffersonville, Indiana sounds like it's in the middle of nowhere, it's really just a few minutes outside the city limits of Louisville, Kentucky. For those of you who are geographically challenged like me, that's right across the Ohio River. Listed in the National Register, the Old Bridge Inn is a neoclassical home built in 1836. It's named for the old Big Four Railroad Bridge that spans the Ohio River and is known locally as the bridge that goes nowhere. Gee, where have we heard that before? By the way, the bridge can be seen from the end. It's the oldest building hosting a bed and breakfast in the region, and it's the only bed and breakfast in Jeffersonville that's truly a historic building. It hasn't been altered by additions since 1898, and it's never been gutted. But don't worry, you're not going to be stepping into the Stone Age. Every room has cable and Wi-Fi. What else does it have? Well, it has a couple of borders. Kindly ghosts who make themselves known to guests when the spirit hits them. One of them is Dr. Hancock, a long-dead former owner of the home and the inn's official greeter. His wife's mop-haired dog named Buttons shows up occasionally. The Hancock's grandchildren have confirmed that the grandmother once had a dog named Buttons. Innkeeper Linda Williams says from time to time she sees her own 20-year-old gray Persian mix who died shortly after she moved there in the 1990s. He hangs out in his favorite places, but she's keeping mum about exactly where those are. She doesn't want to take the fun out of exploring for her guests. Get more about the Old Bridge Inn Bed and Breakfast at oldbridgeinn.com. Well, I'm afraid we've run out of time. I'd like to thank my guest, Dina Harris, and, of course, my producer for knowing which buttons to push. Check out my award-winning book, Ghost Cats, Human Encounters with Feline Spirits. It'll make a great Halloween present. You can visit my website, DustyRainVault.com. And if you're having behavior problems with your kitties, read my book, Cat Wrangling Made Easy. You can also read my advice column at StickyPaws.com. And finally, if you have a story about a paranormal pet, an animal haunting, a real Bigfoot encounter, or have visited a hotel or public place that's haunted by an animal, you can contact me at Dusty at PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for listening, and may you always be in good spirits. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. 
Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>